Hello and welcome to my podcast. What are we going to talk about today? Well, this is project one. We're discussing module two, the medieval period and the renaissance era in music. And what I want to discuss is kind of the differences in the medieval era going into the renaissance era. What was happening um, not only in history, but with people in general in that time period is it was increasingly freeing music-wise and with the people from medieval constraints in range, rhythm, harmony, form, and notation. The music especially became a way for people to have personal expression. And what this did is this allowed to open the doors for instruments that had been used in the medieval times to be used differently. So you can hear some of the same instruments, but they learned how to use them in ways that they had not even thought of during the medieval era. During my research, what I found super interesting was how once the medieval era started to end and the Renaissance era started, it's almost like women decided they wanted to take a stronger approach with where they stood with things. Because you have to understand, back then, women were not expected to to have a, a mind of their own. They didn't want women playing certain instruments because of how it made their mouth look. Like there was some really interesting things going on in history. And I was reading an article. Um, the article is from a survey of a communication study done by um, Humboldt State University. And it's authored by Scott Payton, P-A-Y-N-T-O-N, and Linda Hahn, H-A-H-N. And it talks a lot about how women had difficulties getting recognition for the things they were doing. So there weren't a lot of like composers that were um, getting the credit as women. There was a lot of women trying to fight to have an opinion, to have a mind. And what I noticed is that music started to change. And as like I talked about earlier with the way instruments were used, it was the same thing as like the same instruments were used, but yet they're being used differently because people were actually starting to think differently. They didn't want to have the same ideas and they wanted to evolve and do more. As I started learning, what I became almost obsessed with is the motets. When you think about the way that the motets changed, it's 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 kind of in line with history and how history was changing. In the medieval motets, they're very, very church-like, like very chanty in um, different languages, and they're things that could be played in church. And during that time, people weren't allowed to have their own ideas, and they had to conform to whatever the world wanted them to do at that point. So as you move into the Renaissance motets, they are very, very different but familiar. And the reason why they're familiar is because coming out of the medieval era, those motets, you could still hear that type of sound, but it was the character of the composition that was entirely changed. As I'm concluding this final segment in my podcast, I want to thank you for listening to my very first podcast ever. And then I want to talk about the things that I was trying to get across in this podcast. So first, I wanted to talk about how 
music changed from the medieval era into the Renaissance era. I wanted to talk about how obsessed I got with motets because they're super interesting. And as you get further and further into into them, you can kind of tell how they change and change, but yet there's always that little background of the previous era. Also, I want to talk about how as music was changing, so was the world and the world in the aspect of women. Women were being bold, just like those motets were being bold, women were being bold. And one of my goals was to bring focus to the issues that women had back then. And as you know, the years have passed by, women have fought many, many issues. But back then, it was something as simple as you can't play that instrument because it makes your mouth look weird. Super, super strange, I know. But those are the kind of things I wanted to talk about in this podcast. So thanks again for listening. The next part is just going to be the sighting of where I got most of my material. Okay, first credit goes to Survey of Communication Study, authored by Scott Painton and Linda Hahn. This was um, published again in 2017. That's the most recent one, and it is provided by Humboldt State University. One of my other ones that I cited was... Also wanted to recognize Julie Cumming in Music for the Jojen Early Renaissance Venice. That was uh, published in 1992.